Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest is Mundo. He is a medicine man, as we could say. Okay. He works with the plant Ayahuasca in the, in the Amazon jungle. I came out of my way just to see him. Super nice guy. Uh, he let me come actually to his retreat. And I'm just going to pick his brain a little bit. Um, his actual retreat is called Psycho Nata. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Perfect. How are you doing, my man? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Good. Okay. So in recent years, popularity has grown for ayahuasca why do you think that is well maybe it's needed no i mean yeah and useful and it's effective it's, it's needed is there yeah and uh, i believe you know that the truth or that the things that work they come to the surface so uh you know people come and then other people hear it or see it and then they come as well you know come okay. and do it somewhere else and uh, the things naturally grows nice um and i'm sure you've seen some profound changes in people after sure. being here sure all the time with the guy that actually referred me, he said he, he met a lady that had hearing issues mm-hmm. ever since they were a baby. Mm-hmm. And they came to your retreat and suddenly they could hear much, much better, like 50% better. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. actually, that's a big difference, man. Yeah, that happens, you know, and in her <laughs> case, it was very short, you know. Sometimes it's needed more time for physical issues. Uh, but yeah, sometimes it's almost like a miracle, yeah? Like it's not really anything we do or is being done. Simply, you know, they're ready to to release and and the thing changes yeah that was with them for for whole life when you say they're ready to release is it like trauma or something build up inside of them that causes psychosomatic disorders i mean there's many stories many cases yeah and uh, and the language also Go ahead. is a limiting a limiting tool to describe it yeah trauma okay yeah everybody has some trauma and in, in general it's uh, it's even being used here now by by the local healers who pick up this Western language, and it is behind a lot of of the issues. Okay. But uh, in practice, you know, it's also in the way they describe it here: is disturbances in energy or like material material manifestation of the energy imbalance. You know, different reasons, different things that result in physical ailments. Okay. So it's hard to generalize. Perfect. Okay. Um, have you worked with any scientists before that came here or people that used to be scientists? Because I feel like Ayahuasca, people turn to it when it's kind of like a last resort. Is that correct? Mm. Yeah, I mean, here come all kinds of people, but they come mostly for their own healing, their own process or learning as well, which goes together. Uh, but we don't do like a Western type of scientific research, yeah, that is uh, with measurements and questionnaires and stuff like that. It's not really compatible in my in my uh, view with the plant diet, mm-hmm. which is more internal, more organic, less intellectual. Yeah. So uh, my experience uh, mostly with um, people of scientific background or, or let's say scientific uh, mind frame. Um, is that in their own process they have sometimes more difficulties because of uh, attachment to you know thinking perceiving analyzing that sometimes can be a hindrance to get to understanding of a different kind because the work with the plants and the work with ayahuasca and general spiritual work is uh, is of a different kind of learning yeah more esoteric more less external less something that you can i mean there's a lot of things that you can i can teach you you know by words and you can write down and the same way you can find them online and so on but the most important and the most interesting thing is internal one it's beyond the language it's beyond the scientific um, just knowing understanding 
now I'm feeling, you know, again, we're talking with the language, so the yeah. language is limiting, yeah? But, uh, okay. but uh, well, to give you an example, a lot of psychologists or people who work in mental health science are very well trained in describing, analyzing, noticing patterns in their clients and themselves, and still they are going through whole lives without breaking those patterns in them, yeah? So they have perfect... Logis, uh, logical understanding of the of the problem and still are unable to to do something with that uh, in generalizing yeah i mean they still make the progress of different kind but my perspective is that sometimes this understanding is precisely this intellectual understanding is precisely what is limiting the the, the actual change and the progress or it can only take you so far yeah it cannot uh, it cannot uh, go some some places, and uh, and some people have this kind of greed of conquering all the mystery, understanding, analyzing everything. I don't think it's it's the way. I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, I yeah I understand that uh, they want to conquer all of the mysteries when really they should just go within and just conquer themselves. Is that something that you're trying to hint at? In this process, yeah, I don't say it's not valuable. Yeah, for the language is mostly valuable for me as a bridge between cultures or, or ways of being. In this case, we have very little experience in this non-rational realm and, yeah. and that a lot of the, the indigenous cultures operate in. So if we're discovering something new, it's obvious that we face, first use our own language. Yeah, And then, for example, the science is using this to preach to you know the people who are completely not aware of that and they receive this language and they are kind of teased into it, yeah? Because uh, for a person who is completely not interested in shamanic practice, uh, is living in a rational world and hears, okay, there is some research that's proving this and this, then they, hey, okay, you know, there's something in it. When I tell them, you know, about the work we do here, there'll be there'll be more resistance because because they are allergic to, you know, non-rational or allergic even, even to the concept of spirituality, for example. Got it. Um, have you seen anything profound in people happen? Yes. I mean, I've watched a lot of documentaries. It's all over Netflix now. It's mm-hmm. really popular. Um, they're doing a lot of brain scans to, mm-hmm. to just prove that it's effective. I think mm-hmm. some people in the Western world just need that. Hey, this is very effective. And there's not really that many side effects unless you're on uh, like SSRIs mm-hmm. or antidepressants. You know, yeah. then apparently there's like a balance, right? There's like a shift in balance. And some people get hurt because of that. Um, but other than that, I mean, I feel like ayahuasca really helps people. Do a lot of people with trauma and stress come come to your uh, retreat? Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Yeah. This is the epidemic. You know, this is a, a, a lot of the issues that that uh, we hear are repeating themselves. Yeah, like you know this, and they are increasing, and they are, you know, there are waves like after the COVID. You know, more and more people with anxiety, more and more people with all the things that are really connected. Yeah, uh, depression, anxiety, all these issues are. Are rooted in the same, you know, in the lack of meaning and and in the stress of the of the life in in, in civilization and so on. So uh, of course, yeah, they are common and and people come back with relief usually or with big changes and and transformation. Good. And you're from Poland. Yes. Former Soviet Union. I'm from no, Poland. Was not in the Soviet Union. It was a communist country, but it was not part of the Soviet Union. Really. Yeah, huh, I need to look into that. But it was still communist country. Yes. I mean, I'm from Armenia, so it was very Soviet Union. When yeah. I was a kid, we left. But my parents still think the same way. Yeah, um, it's very closed off. Just do what you're told. This is the how, how did you end up here? 
Well, I've been traveling before, you know, exploring different different uh, cultures, different practices before for 20 years. Uh, I was working as a documentary photographer and doing my own projects, usually connected with uh, with um, indigenous spirituality or fringe religions or... Fringe or things, religions? Well, things in French from a Western perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what fringe like is. When you, when you talk about uh, Sufism, uh, it's, uh, you know, something rare and exotic in, in the Western perspective. What is But that? But in India or... In, it's an example. In, in India or in Pakistan, there's millions of people who are pilgrim, pilgrims to Sufi shrines and practicing in different ways uh, so for me this was you know uh, my exploration led by my, my own curiosity but eventually the practice with ayahuasca kind of reconfirmed a lot of that yeah or put more more bridges between these uh, seemingly distant practices and cultures okay um how long are your retreats usually like 10 days 20 days are they flexible now we work from 10 to 40 and more yeah like oh. uh, the basis is f the minimum is, is 10 for the plant diet especially one that it's kind of focused on healing yeah for learning it's usually more time required and uh, and yeah so people come for different amount of time okay so some people come for healing some people come for the uh, yeah, healing some, some people for both yeah some people come one and then they end up staying for the other yeah okay and so I've been asking different people this question. How did they find the ayahuasca? Mm. I know it's two different plants you put into one, but the Amazon jungle is very, very big. <laughs> how, how did they manage to find these two random plants, put them together, and finally, you know, just have like spiritual experience? Mm. Well, this is not true that this, uh, these are two plants that are needed. Uh, first of all, there are still uh, places and tribes and traditions that are drinking pure vine because that's the foundation, uh, the vine, and uh, that's what it gives the name ayahuasca or yache, you know, this is all about the vine. And then there are addiction addit additives, you know, that chakruna or, or chaliponga, which are source of DMT, is one of them, but it's not necessary and it's not the only one, yeah? You can mix ayahuasca with a lot of plants for different purposes. Uh, visionary experience or DNT experience is not the main purpose and not the only purpose. It's just the Western, again, um, perspective or, or the drive for, for the visions that puts DMT in front. But in the Amazon, the healing uh, is, you know, is, is the foundation, but also exploration of the plants and learning with different angles, yeah? It's not just about the, the, the light of the chakruna. And uh, it's also not true that you need chakruna for visions. You can have full visionary experience with pure ayahuasca, yeah? and uh, people experience that here as well. We sometimes serve pure ayahuasca, and I drank in different places. So uh, this myth of two different plants that is very popular in the internet, it's actually not true. It's not true. No. So, so one of them could just do the job. Okay, got it. Well, have you ever had a depending what job you want? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Um, as far as mystical experiences, have you ever had one without ayahuasca? Like uh, Kundalini breath or just do yoga, meditation? Well, I don't practice Kundalini, you know. I, I do yoga sometimes as exercise. But uh, for me, you know, the word mystical, it's about something a uh, little different. I mean, it can be achieved through those ways. But it's also something that has different degrees, let's say, yeah? It's... Uh, it's um, I mean, like... Uh... Yeah, let me finish. So you know, orgasm is a is a is a mystical experience, I and didn't know that. Uh, and 
It's it's about well in general if we are to generalize again yeah because again we are narrowing something that is that is wide into into the language but it's about feeling of unity yeah this feeling of unity can be you know very intense and very very overwhelming it can be also something that you feel when you are with your daughter you know and uh, and you are more than yourself you know your needs are are not in front as in a usual self functioning mode and the feeling that it's with you you know this feeling of love you know or with your partner or you know in a beautiful sunset this is all to a certain extent mystical experience yeah it's important to notice that because people sometimes chase for the big high you know and then they will smoke uh, before and they will say oh i'm one with god you know and the next day they they continue being the same assholes that they were <laughs> because they're looking for the big thing and they don't notice that this is gradual yeah that it can be it can be found to a certain extent in a lot of the everyday practice you know not just in those peak experiences and so uh, for me you know the the learning with ayahuasca it's also a process that has its stages uh, or had its stages and what i've noticed something interesting that i've noticed is that in the beginning there was more of this uh, wondrous quality in the in the medicine and uh, something you know magical uh, then later and uh, the first instinct of course the instinct of user that we have the instinct of consumer that we have is okay the quality of the experience is in some way failing because i'm not getting the same as what i was getting before yeah the same thing you can apply to relationship yeah when you first in love and it's in extreme and and so wonderful and then becomes more mm, of the everyday experience you start to feel like it's not the same it was but then you know ayahuasca was able to show me in a different way and my own practice was able to show me that that's precisely the the thing you know it is because my life have improved and my life became closer to this uh, to this um, source wonder wondrous quality so that the difference started to be less noticeable yeah I'm still enjoying, you know, ayahuasca experience and it's a wonderful way of, you know, learning for me. But the disparity between my life that improved a lot and the ayahuasca experience is smaller. So that's why, you know, I would say that the mystical experience now more and more is the experience of being in the world for me. And you know? being in the now? Being in now, being, you know, able to be present and focus and drawing the satisfaction from the abundance that is in, in the present. Got it. And yeah, being in the now is very important. I hear that a lot. Because some people think about tomorrow all the time. Some people think about yesterday and they're in depression or anxiety, but just being in the present moment. Mm -hmm. um, do you think that's very important to people? Yeah, sure. I mean, they, a lot of people dream about it, you know, and, and the thing is that they dream about the paradise. They're trained for to dream for the paradise that's out there. Yeah. yeah. And then they miss it because it's here. So uh, it's all culture that's conditioning us like that, you know. Starting from the background in the religion, even if people uh, cast away the religion uh, consciously, subconsciously, there is the same mentality. Yeah, it's just been transferred to work and to you know this this behavior. I must earn my happiness, so I have to do this and this and this, and so finally I will get the reward. Then it's even transferred to the to the healing practice or the the like this self-help uh, and and um, alternative health movement yeah i gotta strive harder do more yoga i have to do more practices so finally i'm gonna get this kundalini rising or whatever is it that you're seeking and then i'm gonna be satisfied and happy you know 
And the answer is always the same when when you look into spiritual uh, traditions of you know of serious spiritual traditions. The answer is always the same. Yeah, it's not obtained by trying, and uh, it is here and it is now. Nice. So you have to be in the present moment and just be willing to accept and just surrender. That's what how you can put it in words. I mean, I'm trying to understand words. it from your perspective. Sure, but very, the, very. But again, we are knowledgeable. Into, you know, this thing that I'm saying is nothing original. Yeah, you can read it in thousands yeah, of. Yeah. But the thing is, again, this is not the learning I can tell to you yeah. or somebody can tell to me, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's it," and then I just put the right button and, and it's happening. <laughs> yeah, if it was so, you, you, everybody would be, you know, happy and enlightened. Yeah, and so on. but that's what people are looking for. It's a practice. It's people are what are looking for. And the paradox is it's not obtained by looking. It's obtained by, you know, certain surrender. And uh, and it's not a process from one moment to another. Yeah? It's it's a gradual practice okay. and gradual uh, growing into it. Good. Um, let me ask you, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like uh, when people come to your retreat and ask you for help for like anxiety or depression, mm-hmm. it's not so much as what you teach them. It's so much as what you help them unlearn. Its foundation is what they not what me the uh, but what plants do. Yeah, we are here just to guide, correct, you know, put our perspective, sing to people. But the foundation is what the plants do, what they unlock in people, and then what the people do themselves. Yeah, meaning not even the people as a conscious uh, self, but more this greater self that it's able to, you know, this organism, this whatever, you know, the thing that we have that can reset things if we step out of the way. Yeah. So in case of anxiety or depressions, you know, if, uh, of course, we suggest certain things. Uh, but again, this paradox is that you step out of this issue, you step out of depression, for example, when you're able to stop fighting depression. Yeah? This is nothing that you should be fighting, that you should be trying to remove, that you should be trying to kind of exercise, to use the religious uh, term. It is something that is necessary, is there for a reason, it's there to teach you something. And when you learn this thing about yourself, when you learn this thing about the balance in life, about your position in life, this thing will naturally go away. When it's done, it's uh, it's the state, this feeling will go away when it's done, when it's served its purpose. Okay. And sometimes it takes longer, sometimes it takes one click, you know? Sometimes it's enough to have one revelation and then... You're going to keep putting this in practice, but the thing is done in a way. So it's a very personal story, yeah? very diverse. So everyone everyone comes in different shapes and sizes as far as... To a certain extent, yes. Yeah. And also they come bringing similar stories. They know? do? Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. You know, depression and anxiety are civilizational issues, yeah? Are, are issues that are... Because we are really living in the same society and playing to a different extent in the same kind of cultural game. So you are affected in similar ways, yeah? They are, you know, uh, embedded in our individual lives and family stories and so on. But eventually it's all about basics, yeah? The lack of meaning, the lack of love, you know, the inability to connect. And then we 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 all strive there and, 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 and realize this in different ways, you know? Got it. Um, so speaking of civilizational problems, so, I mean, this is pretty much... In the jungle, or the borderline of the jungle. Um, do you hear people committing suicide here? Because I feel like that's like a first world problem. Like, like in the, indigenous people no, in the, in the no, jungle. I never no, right? About it. Yeah, <laughs> the life is challenging enough, you know, and there's death around, you know, for some reasons that, you know, may not be, um, may not be happening in civilized countries. 
I mean, I'm assuming you're from US, so I'm not, not necessarily classify US as a civilized country because you can die there out of lack of basic medical care, care if you're not insured. Yeah. But here it's literally this, you know, if you're a logger living far and working in the forest and, you know, you have an injury, you may not make it to any kind of, you know, help. So in this kind of life, uh, the survival instincts are in the, in the forefront. And so there's no time, there's no space for, you know, existential despair and, and you know, people suffer for different reasons. But depression is rare, I think, and suicide is unheard of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, well, in the cities, in the big cities in Peru, of course, it's the same. Yeah? I'm talking about indigenous areas because I feel like people have to work like eight, ten hours a day here, if not more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they work a lot. And they don't have time for bullshit, yes. in other words. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so when they come, they come from, okay, that's funny. Um, and you've you've learned to see this pattern in different people when they come? Which pattern? Uh, the pattern of they come from a civilized place or uncivilized, as you would say. Well, yeah, this is, this is, uh, they come, yes, they come from, you know, modern culture. Yes. Yeah, so in general, culture. it's, 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 these are patterns that are repeating themselves. Okay. Cool. Um, do you have anything else uh, that you could tell us about uh, ayahuasca or just journeying to Amazon to better yourself that may be a misconception in people? Because uh, most people have the idea that you take it once and that's it. Wham, bam, you're good, you're set. I don't know if most people have that, you know, this this narrative of integration or of 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 processing what happens. It's quite uh, quite visible now, yeah. At least in the people who are among the people who are interested in that, so most are aware, yeah, or at least out of those who come here, because we work with, uh, as I said, you know, in the context of plant data, which is more restricted, more disciplined way of working. So it naturally, when people read about it, it naturally discourages. Those who are, you know, uh, not prepared or those who are naive and want just to try something for the sake of trying it. Those who come already are either, you know, desperate or suffering enough or they have read and they know that it's a process that begins even before they come and continues after they go yeah? to, to be uh, well grounded and well, you know, permanent with the results being right. being longer lasting than just, you know. I, I know someone being. personally that uh, he was a hardcore alcoholic mm -hmm. and from a very wealthy family, they spent like 50,000 taking them to like different like retreats in Malibu, expensive mm -hmm. places, didn't help. He did ayahuasca once and completely like uh, sobered him up. Yeah, sometimes it's enough, you know. Sometimes it's yeah. enough to, to. But that's shocking. To see, uh, to see, uh, the main thing is to see the reasons behind. I mean, the ayahuasca itself is not really a healing medicine. It is a source of knowledge, and that knowledge is is healing. Yeah, because when you are doing certain uh, things out of unconscious, you know. For, which is the case in, in case of addictions yeah for many years you can be doing something and you don't really know why you're doing this and when you when you realize it and it can be done even in one session why you've been doing this then you have an opportunity to change it's not a guarantee because you can still continue to you know play against yourself but at least you see and it's harder to fool yourself so that's why some people stop it if they're smart enough and uh, and and disciplined enough, then they just stop it. It's enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they do it a couple of times and stop it because they're disciplined. That makes sense. Shows mm -hmm. them the way. I've also uh, heard of people that actually help them cure their like ovarian cancer. Yes, yeah, all kinds of you know uh, issues, cancers yeah. here. Uh, but that's really mm, surprising. Not for me. Anymore, I mean, yeah, yeah, not anymore. But I mean, if you see it like 
20, 30, 40 times, mm -hmm. you're not going to be a surprise. But yes. I hear these stories and I hear from different people. Yes. And it always points to ayahuasca. So I'm like, holy shit, there's something there. Mm -hmm. yes. So I came out of my way two hours to see you. So here you have the answer, you know, of your first question. Yeah. Why it's growing. Yeah. Yeah. If something's working, yeah. it's working and it's being seen. Yeah, definitely. I, I think it is working. And I think the, the modern medicine in the West is not working. You know? Well, let's not generalize again. Yeah, if you go, if you have a need of heart transplant, you're not gonna go to. The no, general, no, 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 right? not that. Uh, I mean, like medicine, as in like like depression or yeah. psychosomatic medicine. Yeah. True. If your hand gets chopped off, I'm not gonna take ayahuasca to come to you. I'm gonna run to the hospital. Yeah. Right. But if I need something more deeply rooted, like a PTSD from war, mm -hmm. and all they do is I'll oh, take these pills and go to group therapy, mm -hmm. and you go for two, three, four years, you're like, holy shit, my life is going down the drain. Mm -hmm. This is not working. True. I need to try something else. And I've heard these stories before. Mm -hmm. And they come to places like this retreat and actually they get cured. Mm -hmm. So, so, so there's a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. true. And uh, my last question for you. Um, I always ask this question at the end. Do you have any advice for people that are just sad, depressed, or just that they don't like the way their life is going? Mm -hmm. Like you you said you travel the world. You're a photographer. Now you're a, you're a healer or a practitioner, as we could say. What advice would you have for these people? Yeah, it's the same. It really comes down to the same thing. Embrace. Embrace the now. Embrace it is as you are. If you don't embrace now, including your sadness, including your suffering, you will never get there, yeah? It's uh, it's the hard thing to do because it's a natural instinct, you know? I want to escape from uncomfortable. But uh, that's the hard truth, yeah? You okay. embrace it now. You embrace as you are, you know, your, your, your suffering, and then the suffering will... Will transform okay got it and i'll go ahead and post your information online okay so if anyone needs to you know come out to peru um pretty much in the jungle <laughs> this is the place okay um right on thank, thank you. you so much brother thank you i appreciate pleasure. it mm -hmm.